0: Psalm 55 verses four through eight. My heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death assail me. Fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. I would flee far away and stay in the desert. I would hurry to my place of shelter, far from the tempest and storm. The psalmist is in a terrible situation. Horror has overwhelmed me, he says. And then he he um, then tells us what appears at first to be like a fantasy, but it turns out that it's actually a, a firm hope. It seems like a fantasy. Oh, that I had wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. You know, it kind of seems like he, he's he's, a, he's got a fantasy to cope with the terrible situation that he's in. But we learn in the New Testament, there's actually a firm hope in this. And and it's a similar cry that comes from some of the old African spirituals. There's one that comes to mind, which is really similar to Psalm 55. You might know it. It's I'll fly away. You you know that one? Mm -hmm. Some glad morning when this life is o'er, I'll fly away. And I love that. It's it's credited. I looked it up. It's credited to a guy named Albert Brumley in 1929. But I think it existed like, you know, out in the cotton fields uh, among the slaves as some of those beautiful spirituals do. I'll fly away. It's very similar, isn't it? To Psalm 55. Oh, that I had wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. The reason I say it's, it seems like a fantasy, but it's actually a firm hope is it's probably rooted in that promise from first Thessalonians chapter four, When it talks about the second coming of Christ, I'll just read a couple of verses here from 1 Thessalonians 4, verse 16. For the Lord himself, it says, will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, with the sound of a trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, so that we will always be with the Lord there's a mystery in how the rapture is going to happen. There's a mystery in how the second coming is going to actually look. But the New Testament is clear that uh, we will join him. You know, he left the earth through ascending and there will be some kind of ascension for us as well. We'll fly away. You know, it's a—it's actually a secure hope. It's more than a fantasy to, to cope with hard situations. It's actually a foretelling of how it's all going to end for us when we join Christ
1: in glory. So I, when I reread this for today, um, I came up with another biblical reference. And my takeaway from the reference is God chooses the most unlikely people to enter into his story. The most unlikely people. Uh, Always. It it, it (laughs) just runs throughout the entire Bible. And Jesus... In a way, that's a different kind of story in a way because of the immaculate birth and so on and so forth. But, I mean, you know how unlikely Jesus is by the opposition to him. They, mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't a king, a king in their eyes. They, he was a troublemaker. Right. And they come against him in 50 different ways. And they finally sort of have their due and they, they uh, get the jews i mean they they get Pilate to allow them to crucify him and they think it's the answer to all their dreams and it's actually the beginning of all their nightmares uh, hmm. in some cases but i i the person i thought of in in terms of a likely a li- unlikely choice is jonah himself hmm. kind of, may or may not have been a good guy uh, but god calls him to his purpose Just go to um, Nineveh, a horror show of a city where where sin is reveled in, where sexual immorality is all over the place, and where everybody Mm -hmm. is basically, uh, you know, sinning against God 24-7. And Jonah takes one look at this situation and says, "Uh, thank you, no. (laughs) jumps on a boat Mm -hmm. to Tarshish, and uh, the rest of the story is he ends up in Nineveh because it's God's will to have him end up in Nineveh, despite what he wants. He's a reluctant Mm -hmm. um, carrier of God's word. And I think that's true of a lot of us. Uh, A lot of us have Jonah, but I mean, there comes a question in all of our time, in all of our lives— where you say, what will it be, Nineveh or Tarshish? Hmm. And to kind of the uninitiated, the people that don't have faith, um, it looks like the same end. In other words, nothing but trouble, nothing but death, actually. That's what he was afraid of.